Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. White Boy Malcolm X. Do you remember? It was back a couple of weeks ago. I had asked you about Sean Mendez, that little closet case Twinkie that he'd been getting. He was like all over my Sirius XM. What about him? Now, now, White Boy Malcolm X. I see your claws coming out over there, princess. This is not about him anyway. I have no idea what he's been up to. If he's still, if he's still trying to pull a Harry Peekaboo Styles. Peekaboo, Peekaboo. I'm not asking because I want to talk about him. I was just, well, I was going to ask you. Guess who's been making the rounds? On Sirius XM these days. Like all of a sudden. Out of the blue. Getting on their regular rotation list. Sam Smith. No. And I won't even ask you to guess again. Get this though. Andy Gibb. Yes. Andy Gibb. Like 70s twink. Andy Gibb. And for all you millennial Gen Z kids out there. Yeah. Never mind. (laughs) I'm not going to mansplain that one to you. And I knew he died young. I was guessing early 30s. But I looked it up just to be sure. He died back in March 1988. I was still a freshman in college back then. And he was 30 years old when he died. And that was, that basically was, drugs. I believe his heart gave out because of all the drugs he was doing. Which is what, that's what's taken out. I mean, just in our generation, just off the top of my head, You have Whitney Houston, drugs, Prince, drugs, Michael Jackson, drugs, or that was a, it was something to do with a a bad combination of prescription drugs, Scott Wheeland from Stone Temple Pilots, drugs, what, Aaron Carter, Now you're just mocking me, you jackass. That's a little, that's an inside joke. Which I guess I now have to explain. Quickly explain. Basically, when Aaron Carter died last year, 
And no disrespect to Aaron Carter here. Just so we're all clear, I'm not making a joke about Aaron Carter dying. But when the news came out that he died, I thought it was like a retrospective or something. For some reason, I had it in my head that he had already died. Like the year before or something. I thought all the news stories were covering the anniversary of his death. Not his, not that he actually died. And so, I made some comment to White Boy Malcolm X about it. Him being dead for a while. And White Boy Malcolm X, he was like, uh, no. He just died. I had killed him off long before he killed himself off. What's that look for? Yes, white boy Malcolm X killed himself off. Look, and this is coming from, well, as we've discussed many times, many, many times, my ex, yes, the crystal meth addict, he was a drug addict. Towards the end of our relationship, he was a drug addict. And crystal meth, now I've never done it, never even thought about doing it. I know myself well enough to not go down that road ever. Those kind of drugs, like meth and heroin, crack cocaine, in addition to being highly addictive, I just think, And this is coming from having lived with that up close and personal, doing those kind of drugs. To me, that's just, it's a delayed suicide because no good comes from it. And to tell you how naive I was, and this is going back, it was back in 2008. That's when I really figured out what the hell was going on. I actually had to Google crystal meth. Because when my friend in L.A., whose brother is a drug addict, when he told me that's what he thought it was, I had no idea what crystal meth even was. Although, as a random aside, that was right before I found Walter White. That was about a year or two before I discovered Breaking Bad. That show, you want to talk about an education, a nightmare of an education. Breaking Bad, after getting out of a relationship with a crystal meth addict, that was it. But back to the delayed suicide thing, that class of drugs They'll kill you in the end. Crystal meth will rot you from the inside out. And you can see it in those pictures. The before and after pictures of meth addicts. How severely it ages you. Like. Like that. Like my ex. He's not going to be someone 
and I really hate to say this, and I don't ever want this to be true, but he's not going to be someone who will ever live to see 80. And I don't know if he wants to, which is why I say those kind of drugs, it's just, it's a delayed suicide. A more extreme version of Nicolas Cage and leaving Las Vegas. And I think I've mentioned this before, but when I first moved up to Massachusetts, I was out in Western Mass. I was out in Northampton, which is a cute little town. Now it's a hysterically liberal town, but it's a nice area in the ass end of the state. But I remember, and this was back 2015 to 2016, but I'd see these kids out there, and by kids I mean they were all probably in their early to mid-20s, but they'd be out there panhandling in the street, these college-age kids begging for money, And quite a few of them, they had that look on them. And after what I went through, I can spot a junkie a mile away. You want to talk about heartbreaking, though. Look at like a 22, 23-year-old kid who's addicted to hard drugs. Because that is not going to be an easy life, even if they get clean. Anyway, I think that's probably our most depressing opening monologue ever. Didn't plan for it. Just, it just happened that way. The rabbit holes we jump down sometimes. But done. We're done with that. I'm almost afraid to even mention this one. Because, well... I know how those two queens are. They're going to want to come on to the podcast, which will make our summit mistress happy. But they'll want to come on, refute anything I had to say that they disagree with, which will probably be just about everything that comes out of my mouth. Well, here, and this is from Wired. Pocket Queen Pete loves God, beer, and his electric Mustang. But apparently not. Testing Buttigieg. That low-rank queen from Michigan. The U.S. Secretary of Transportation has thoughts on building bridges, but infrastructure occupies just a sliver of his voluminous mind. For F's sake. Jesus Christmas. You want to talk about a media hand job and a media blow job. Wired is to pocket Queen Pete like Monica Lewinsky was to Bill Clinton all over his Johnson. And this thing reads like a love letter. A 3,215 word love letter to pocket Queen Pete from those hysterical, 
millennial Gen Z writers over at Wired. And I found out about this article. I, of course, don't usually read Wired. But I got wind of this from the Federalist. They were having a a grand gay old time. Laughing their asses off about it. Here. How's this headline? Let's probe the beautiful, voluminous, and transcendent mind of the world's most remarkable human being, Pocket Queen Pete. Thank you, Mayor Pete. And if you think that's good, how's this poll quote? The opening two paragraphs of this story from this story in The Federalist. It is the year of our Lord, 2023, and I finally read the most obsequious feature story that has ever been written about a politician in a major publication. Wired Magazine was once home to thought-provoking writing on technology and entrepreneurship. Today, it pumps out slabs of conventional left-of-center technocratic wisdom, but Virginia Hefferman's depiction of Pocket Queen Pete's glorious mind is so much more. It is a masterpiece. And it's all downhill from there. The funny part with this, above and beyond, this slobbering Lewinsky Wire gave Pocket Queen Pete here is that, like when these surveys come out, show that basically no one trusts them anymore. Used car salesmen are more trusted than they are. No one gets more hysterically, morally indignant than the media. Oh, how dare you question our objectivity! and the quality of our reporting. I have a journalism degree from Columbia, and I work at the Washington Post, where democracy dies in darkness. Yes, of course you do, princess. These people. No one masturbates to themselves in a mirror more than a D.C., New York City journalist. Not even the vainglorious queens in West Hollywood. And you queens know who you are. But not even they jerk off to themselves like these people do. Them in their little bubble, looking down on the rest of us, indignant that we don't worship at their feet like they want us to. Sorry, girls. Try harder. Pocket Queen Pete, really? No, just no. From Out.com, those girls over at Out.com, Loki Season 2 is coming sooner than you think. Oh, how stunning and brave. Another one, for F's sake. And not to pick on Tom Hiddleston here. He's actually a very good actor. I think he's a very good actor. And I'm sure this 
Marvel thing. His little gig here playing Loki. I'm sure he's enjoying all those Benjamins. And who could blame him? He was probably like, when they came to him, hey, Tom, we want to make Loki bisexual. He glanced at his bank statement, all those direct deposits from Marvel, and he was probably like, should we, maybe possibly, reimagine Loki as pansexual? And of course, Marvel, they probably reacted, Tom, we love the energy we're seeing here. We love your commitment to making Loki more appealing to our Alphabet Soup audience. But we don't see Loki as a heterosexual kid with a personality disorder. Tom was probably like, at least thinking to himself, man, thank God. Me too. The worst part about all this, this kind of story from those hysterical ninnies over at out.com is that Loki is a bisexual and he's not even a real bisexual. It's a fictional character played by a bisexual for pay actor, Tom Hiddleston. How desperate do you have to be to get this excited over a bisexual? Oh my God, oh my God. There's a bisexual in the Marvel Universe. Other than beefy teenager Kit Connor, that whiny little bitch from Heartstopper, him running around, we need more bisexual representation on television. If you say so, princess. But other than that loser, what sane person gets this excited over a bisexual? No one. Sorry to break it to you bisexuals out there. But other than you all, no one cares about bisexuals. You can't even commit one way or the other. So why should anyone even bother? And you bisexual men out there, you, wink, wink, bisexual men out there, remember, girls, When you're out and about getting banged by half the guys in Los Angeles and you know who you are, you ain't fooling anyone. And for those of you who care, Loki is coming back on Disney Plus on October 6th. We will not be tuning in, but enjoy if you need that representation to validate who you are as a person, which, unfortunately, way too many people do. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Speaking of Disney Plus, though, how's this from NME? Ed Plagiarist Sharon finds it uncomfortable watching new documentary series. I hope other people find it more entertaining than I do. Sorry there, princess. That ain't happening. And speaking of Ed Plagiarist Sharon, a lot of speaking of today. How's this from Just Jared? Ed Plagiarist Sharon opens up about his friendship. Get this, folks. You really can't make this crap up. His friendship with Harry Peekaboo Styles. Peekaboo, Peekaboo. Compares him to another close pal. So you have an accused plagiarist. And no, folks. We still haven't heard anything about that court case. His having to go to trial over his plagiarism. Allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, his plagiarism. But you got an accused plagiarist hanging around this closet case, Harry Peekaboo Styles. And I once accused Ed Plagiarist Sharon here of plagiarizing, maybe possibly being gay. Doing that to get attention, like Harry Peekaboo Styles gets, for playing a hearty game of closet peekaboo. And this I didn't know, which is in this article, this star effer article in Just Jared. Harry Peekaboo Styles, he used to date Taylor Swift, which explains everything to me. Him playing closet peekaboo. Because I'm willing to bet, folks, that Harry Peekaboo Styles is doing all of this, including wearing dresses, pissing Billy Porter off in the process. But he's doing this because he's had Taylor Swift's magical hoo-hoo. And as we know, folks, once a man's had Taylor Swift's Magical hoo-hoo. It's all downhill from there. No other hoo-hoo will satisfy a man. Not once they've had Taylor Swift's magical hoo-hoo. So that explains Closet Peekaboo. Him playing Closet Peekaboo. But this stupid documentary on Ed Plagiarist Sharon here, we saw this on Disney+. Plus as an option on Disney+. Plus, Not going to watch that in a million years. And of course, I was like, what the blankety blank 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 is this garbage? Because I had seen that stupid symbol thing 
he had for his tour. And I remember making fun of it because it was, where is that? The plus minus divided by multiply equals tour. Some weird garbage like that. But I guess all that stands for the sum of it all tour. Oh, how clever of you, Eddie boy. I guess that's a a millennial Gen Z thing. Maybe if I drank Fenty Caramel Macchiato garbage and went up onto Instagram to complain about Starbucks ice cubes, maybe then that would make sense. But I don't, so it doesn't. And Ed, who I assume allowed this documentary to be filmed, shown to all the tween girls on Disney+, Plus. he feels uncomfortable watching it. So maybe he has more common sense than I thought he did. Even he doesn't want to watch his stupid ass. And get this from this article. This article from NME. They're claiming that Ed plagiarist share in here. He's worth 300 million pounds. British pounds for all you. Well, you know who you are. And I'm sure there are a bunch of you. Well, you've got that wrong. Ed Sheeran doesn't weigh 300 pounds. Again, British pounds. That's a currency. Just to give you a little hint there. And you people buying his albums. And you seriously disturb people going to see his concerts. All you suburban women who dream of Ed Plagiarist Sharon. You wish he was banging you instead of your loser husband. You people are sick. Sick in the head. Funding this madness. Enabling this dopey ginger to roll in the Benjamins like this. And if he's your pinup boy, as much as that makes me gag, makes even ginger-obsessed white boy Malcolm X gag, you have fun with that. From the Miami Herald, hate-inspired leadership, NAACP joins other groups in warning against travel to Florida. The NAACP. Really, girls? You want to talk about basically completely irrelevant, a completely irrelevant organization. The woke NAACP is it. Their business model for the past however many years they've been at this now, for decades, at least as far back as I can remember. But their business model has been find something to get butthurt over, scream racism until people buy you off. It's the Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton model as well. You think that the great civil rights icon Jesse Jackson 
became a multimillionaire any other way? No. And they're all in on that racket. And the NAACP, the woke NAACP, they're now cautioning travelers to stay away from racist Cracker Florida and not just because of what they read on the Smoking Gun website either. It's because that evil racist Cracker, Ron DeSantis, Florida Voldemort, at least when it comes to the woke folk, he's rejected a new AP course on African-American studies. So I guess we're back to African-American again. So I guess black is out. Capital B, black is out. You woke folk, seriously? Make up your damn minds already. In Florida, Voldemort, he's also banned diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in Florida colleges. So he's kneecapping their ability to make piles and piles and piles of Benjamins. Because as we know, folks, diversity, equity, and inclusion hate on whitey training, make whitey hate themselves training. That's a racket, a multi-billion dollar racket. I wonder how many black people in Florida or African-American people in Florida, depending on the day here, I wonder how your average I'll just say black person, your average black Floridian, not anyone associated with the professional grifter class here. I wonder how they feel about it. Because if you listen to the NAACP, your average black Floridian wakes up, finds a burning cross in their front yard, and that insult to injury, they're back under Jim Crow. Florida Voldemort is rebooting Jim Crow laws in Florida. Now, I know that black people or African-American people, again, depending on the day here, they tend to basically vote in lockstep to the Democrats I think Republicans, if they're lucky, they get around 10 to 15% of the vote. The black African-American vote, there, we'll just combine them. Makes it easy on everyone. Although Florida Voldemort, and actually did look this one up, he got, in this last election, back in 2022, He got about 13% of the black African-American vote. So in line with the norm. But I wonder how many black African-American people in Florida see a headline like that and just roll their eyes. If they were being honest with themselves, not towing the party line, if they really thought that they lived in this racist hellhole that the NAACP is trying to sell. And get this, 
Florida Voldemort, Bull Connor come back to life. Now, he only got 13% of the black African-American vote, but he got 58% of Hispanics. That's the tinks to all you snooty white liberals out there. Which kind of, maybe possibly, eviscerates this whole Florida is a KKK Wonderland narrative. This evil racist got well over half of the Hispanic vote. Not that the woke media handmaidens, like those D-list journalists at the Miami Herald, not like they'd ever go against what those grifter clowns at the woke NAACP want. They'll sell the big lie, even if everyone knows that's what it is. If only, so they get invited to whatever the Miami equivalent is, to a Georgetown cocktail party, maybe a gay orgy in Miami Beach, and you queens know who you are. And I've been warning you Hispanics out there, keep this up. You're going to find the biggest proponents of building the wall. That's going to be Democrats. Because you're here. They let you roll over the border just to keep them in power. Other than that, being a useful idiot voter, you serve no other purpose to the Democrat elite. Well, maybe some gardening for them, cleaning their state homes, being a part-time nanny when they're out at their all-white country clubs. So nice try, you silly girls over at the Miami Herald. Great job trying to sell that racist narrative for the irrelevant NAACP and have yourselves a a grand gay old time at whatever social event the woke folk invite you to. And for our last story, folks, it's from Fox News. California High School's Teacher of the Year arrested for allegedly having sex with underage student. Tracy Vanderholst was Ucapa High School's Teacher of the Year in 2017. I bet she was. White boy Malcolm X. Thoughts, sir? Do you think... Hold on a second, sir. What's the name of this school district again? Sorry, folks. Lost my place. Here it is. Do you think that the Ucapa Cali Mesa Joint Unified School District, Jesus Christmas, that's a mouthful. You think with her getting busted for tapping some fresh teacher bait, you think they were send her Teacher of the Year award? Correct, sir. Very good. No. Of course they won't. In fact, in California, I'm willing to bet that banging fresh teacher bait, that's one of the criteria used to get some horny high school teacher, the Teacher of the Year award. 
in California making sweet, sweet love to some fresh teacher bait. That's a resume enhancer. Which as an aside, is it just me or is it like, it seems to me, at least half the time, when some teacher gets into trouble about something, not just, I know that fresh teacher bait, seducing that fresh teacher bait, handing out free orgasms to some pimply-faced teenage boy. But in general, about half the time, a teacher makes the news, and not in a good way, they're usually a past recipient of a Teacher of the Year award. It must be what the teachers get, their version of a participation trophy. And this particular horny high school teacher, her name is Tracy Vanderholst. She is 38 years old, and she got busted for handing out free orgasms to a 16-year-old. Gross. She got her Teacher of the Year award back in 2017. And at the time, they said about her, she is the kind and innovative teacher from whom we hope our children grow. Well, she helped a couple of them grow anyway. The educator who strives to engage all her students from her intervention classes to her honor classes, although some more than others. And, because of course this can't be the end of it, authorities believe that there may be more victims. Uh, But there are. How many of these horny high school teachers ever stop at just one? And if they do, it's only because they got busted the first time out. So they never got the chance to bang another one. And ladies, not that you're hearing me on this, but I'll say it again. Never, ever, ever, ever get a boy to do a man's job. Remember, ladies, more Sebastian Stan, more Matt Loria, more Dan Reynolds, and his sweaty abs, less little Timmy with two chest hairs. So on that note, since I cannot top, this horny high school teacher tapping her some fresh teacher bait, even if she was, and of course she was, given a Teacher of the Year award in California, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this midweek edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your week, a good start to your weekend, and we'll see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care.
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.